that time of the week. History Matters with Scott Washington, our historian extraordinaire who joins us in the studio to catch us up on This Week in History. Good you know, morning. You know, that was such a great segue uh, right into this segment, uh, I, I, Aaron. I try, to, be, I try yeah. to come up with fun you segues. You are so good at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a another interesting historic week. Uh, we have hearings going on today, and... Uh, that's pretty interesting in itself. Um, but also, uh, we have things coming up at the end of the week that I think are, again, we're going to have a first coming up, Juneteenth. Uh, the holiday for the first time is being recognized on Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, June 19th, of course, is uh, when uh, Juneteenth uh, occurs, uh, that date in uh, 1865, when Union troops informed African-Americans in Texas that they were already free by virtue of the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, it would take some time for the 13th Amendment, 14th and 15th to kick in, and it would be years of additional litigation. But this was a significant moment uh, when people learned for the first time in Texas that they were free. They didn't have to uh, come to the Union commander and say, what, what shall we do? It's like, no, you're free. Mm-hmm. That, this was a big moment. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing that's going on on uh, Sunday. Of course, it's also Father's Day, right. uh, which is another kind of interesting moment. And uh, Father's Day, is, uh, of course, we have Anna Jarvis with Mother's Day, but the first recorded real celebration, of course, it's been w- informally done for <laughs> just ever since the human race began, but um, there was a, a monograph mining disaster in West Virginia uh, that occurred in uh, 1907 uh, that killed 361 miners uh, who were men and left about 1,000 children fatherless. And this was a woman, uh, Grace Golden Clayton, who suggested a day to honor those fathers. And so it got picked up locally, and then it kind of is sporadically uh, increased around the country. Uh, but it's not until 1966 that Lyndon Johnson issues the first presidential proclamation about this. And then it's signed into law under President Richard Nixon, hmm. uh, making it an official uh, uh, permanent national holiday, which is on Father's Day. <laughs> I was not expecting the origin of Father's Day to be as sad and maudlin yes. as that. That's, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. It had to take something like that to say, huh. oh, what about... Because suddenly the, the minor who is the father is the breadwinner, and that changes everything. So right. it just got picked up. I just thought that was one of those interesting elements. But there's something else that happens, of course, on June 19th. Yes. And, and this uh, one's local, that, right? This is local. It's in Hillsborough. So if you're in the area, uh, please stop by. Uh, which PM. you probably are. <laughs> yes. Well, this is. Unless you're my is, parents, in which case, hi. <laughs> this is a worldwide headquarters right here. <laughs> it's streamed around the world. You can get it on Chapelboro. You can go to any of the streaming services and tune in um, WCHL. But on June 19th, 1771, is when six men were executed under uh, the watch of uh, the English colonial governor at that time, uh, William Tryon. And uh, they did not have a Bill of Rights to protect them. Um, They were uh, executed as a result of what happened at the Battle of Alamance. Mm -hmm. Now, that Battle of Alamance happens the previous month, May 16, 1771. Governor Tryon marches out with militia and cannon, um, and confronts these uh, tax protesters uh, out at Alamance, and it looks like it's lopsided, like 2,000 people are gathered, and here is 
uh, the smaller force of the governor, except the governor has lethal weapons of mass destruction, and uh, he uses those to great force uh, and uh, with great vengeance, and then goes around the countryside afterwards. There's only 15 survivors. One is hung right afterwards, uh, the next day, James Few, and then the other 14, I, I read one point, described as living scarecrows, and they're dragged around the countryside as he goes systematically with this militia army uh, to uh, burn uh, down any uh, farms of uh, people who had signed regulator petitions and take anything of value. They come into Hillsborough, and then uh, these men are put on trial. There's 14, two call witnesses. The governor puts a stop to that. Uh, 12, it's going to be a, a, a kangaroo court. Four, uh, 12 men are convicted of high treason against the King of England uh, for their participation, for daring to question colonial rule. And uh, the militia gets a little uncomfortable, so the governor sets aside six of those sentences, but six actually die. And what's so interesting about this moment in history that we start, in fact, this will mark the 10th year that I started this, and I said, you know, this is important that we note this. There is a site in uh, Hillsboro, uh, up behind the Orange County Board of Education building up in Cameron Park, a teaching moment, um, and there is this uh, metal marker put there by the Colonial Dames in 1963 that has been educating people 24-7, 365 days ever since about what happens there. And there is this marble slab that's there, uh, in, broken in three pieces. It's flat on top. No one's buried there. But the person who put it there, it's 500 pounds, and it's about two and a half to three feet thick. Um, and I've lifted up one section to see, and it's just mammoth. It's unfinished. Uh, it was a place where people could lay flowers because in a final act of spite, the governor denied the families the bodies of those people. And so the their descendants had nowhere else to go except the last place they breathed their last, and it was here. And mm. that's why they brought flowers at the end of the 18th century uh, or the beginning of the 19th century. Somebody put this slab here almost as a silent witness to say, we will never forget, we will always remember. So that's what we do, and we we remember this moment. We'll have people from Alamance County Battlefield. But what's fascinating, Aaron, are the descendants of the people who were there. These were farmers and fathers, so it's appropriate on Father's Day that we're there, that turn out, and they come from all over the country, Yeah, uh, which is just remarkable. And we invite the public to bring flowers, lay them at the site, just like they've done ever since which is uh, truly, it's like hit living history, and you see a real connection. Same descendants every year, or different people, different years? M many times, but every year it seems to be somebody uh, Slightly new, new that, slightly uh, different. That's yeah. right, that somebody has learned that they are a descendant, which is fascinating. And final act of defiance, two of the people wouldn't give their names, they're executed in any ways, I call them the unknown patriots, to protect their farms and families. One gives uh, his name, uh, and lets it be known that he's his brother, uh, which is James Pugh, but actually it's his older brother Enoch Pugh mm -hmm. who dies in his place. I, th these are really fascinating, uh, fascinating historic and very courageous men. This is a fascinating story, and it's really important yes, in terms of the run-up to the, the Revolutionary War and the Declaration of Independence. The one thing that, and I've heard you tell this story before, <laughs> and it never <laughs> occurred to me in ju until just now, uh, the one thing that I want to add, you said up yeah. top that they didn't have the, the Bill of Rights to protect them. That's right. They did. They had the English Bill of Rights, which existed in 1689, and that underscores something that I say about the current Bill of Rights yes. in the Constitution today, which is it's not enough 
for the rights to be written down, That's we right. also have to care about them and we have to hold our government officials accountable. So while and we're celebrating patriots and, yes. and demonstrators and protesters, we should also be celebrating the civil liberties advocates, the civil rights advocates, the attorneys who are That's in courtrooms right. holding the, the judges and the courts and the juries accountable, and teachers as well, educators who instill the values of freedom and the Constitution That's and the right. Bill of Rights in students growing up so that we are taught to care about these things and go out and fight for them. Those are heroes, too. And you're absolutely right. Couldn't have said it better because when these men are accused of high treason, actually the governor didn't even follow the high treason law of 1695, yep. which provided that they should have counsel. And this is one of the other things that pops up this week, the Miranda decision of 1966. We've heard it in every single TV show. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. And if you cannot afford one, one will be appointed to you. Something that those people back in 1771 did not have. Mm -hmm. uh, but that really did stem out of a, uh, a case that occurred in 1963. An 18-year-old is attacked, and this man, Ernest Miranda, uh, was uh, arrested. They, a conviction, there's some question about, is, seems to be forced out of him, and he's convicted. Mm -hmm. uh, his case is picked up by the ACLU, uh, American Civil Liberties Union, and it's uh, appealed to the Supreme Court, and they say, no, he did not have his rights read. And that becomes something that is important for all of us, not just one. So you're absolutely right when you talk about, you know, the people who are are not just on the forefront, but all the lawyers behind the scenes that are helping to, to save and protect any of us. And you think about the Miranda case, like that was yeah. 1966. Yes. The Bill of Rights have been on the books in 1791. Right. Miranda had those rights for close to 200 years before the courts actually started to That's enforce right. them and give them teeth. So and it's about know, the Supreme Court doing you know, the right thing, too. This is so too. important because it goes to the, the fact of saying, well, when we look at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and, uh, you know, those people who say, let's go back to that time. But yet the important thing is how it gets interpreted to yep. say, what does that really mean for these times? And I think that's uh, important. Do we have any time for any more? We do not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you'll we have got to tune on our in. soapbox. You'll that was the problem. I know. You'll have to tune in more. <laughs> There's always more because history always matters. Okay, real quick, though. Regulator Remembrance Day, when is it happening? That's at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. and Cameron Park, uh, 200 East King Street in Hillsboro, North Carolina. And uh, you'll get to see living history. Descendants will come. Uh, it is a profound moment. Bring flowers. Lay it at the site. Let's remember uh, the people who have stood up against what's uh, stood up for what's right and against what's wrong. It's important to all of us. And that's on Sunday. So yeah. head up to Hillsboro at 6 p.m. for that. Scott Washington, History Matters. Thank you so much. Thank you.